Hello, welcome everyone to the Basement Gaming Podcast. I uh, hear where two cousins come together to talk about video games and news in the video game industry. I am Brigham, and I'm here with my cousin. This is Herb. For those of you who are new, welcome. Uh, first things first, we start with the news, and today there isn't much news, uh, but there is one big thing, and that is Mixer is gone. Well, it's it's going. It's going to be gone in a month, uh, which is crazy. So anyway, for those of you who don't know, there are multiple um, online streaming services, uh, Twitch being the most prevalent. There's YouTube, obviously. Facebook Gaming is a live streaming service. And then there's also Mixer. And Mixer uh, is a streaming service owned by Microsoft. And Microsoft has been trying to push it a lot lately, but this week they announced that they were going to be ending the service in a month to move over to Facebook gaming. So with this huge news, what did you, what do you think about that Herb? Well, I can't say I'm surprised to be honest. I think when Mixer first came out, I was really skeptical. I brought it up on my computer and I was like, well, this looks exactly like Twitch. So what would make people want to come over? Right. And they started out with just, throwing a bag of money at two of Twitch's biggest streamers, which are Ninja and Shroud. And they're like hoping that that influx of, uh, of viewers and their community would motivate people to at least try it out. You know, maybe if you go on Mixer to watch Ninja for a couple hours and he logs off and then you're like, okay, who else is on here? Maybe you'll go check out another streamer and so on and so forth and kind of hang out on Mixer longer than you would if they were not there. But after, I think it's been about eight months, nine months since all that happened, not even a year. And it doesn't, it really didn't help. Like even during quarantine, we talked about this in the first episode that uh, quarantine has increased streaming numbers and viewing hours by a lot. And Mixer was, seemed to be the only service that didn't go up along with everyone else. So I don't know. I feel like I, Kind of saw it coming. It's unfortunate. You know, a lot of people lost their jobs, I'm guessing. Ninja and Shroud are probably fine. They still have their bag of money. <laughs> and there's a good chance to just come back to Twitch or go to YouTube or just take a year off. I don't know. You could, uh, they could literally not do anything for they'd the rest be, of their lives. Yeah, they could, they could retire <laughs> yeah. early and they'd be totally fine. Yeah, so I don't know. kind of sucks that Twitch just loses a competitor because... You know, whenever a big company like Twitch doesn't have direct competition, they can just do whatever they want that annoys people and people they have no threat that those people are just going to leave because they're just annoyed. And that's both the people watching and the content creators. So it's it's not great for the market to not have competition. But I mean, if the competition is not good enough, it's not good enough, you know? Mm-hmm. No, I totally agree. I mean, I watch twitch pretty much exclusively i don't like any other streaming service i know whenever ninja did move to mixer i tried to check out mixer uh but i went on there and i don't know if you've ever been on mixer like if you've like watched ninja stream on mixer but it's a mess like there's just so much going on and like maybe just because i'm so used to twitch culture i'm not used to mixer mixer culture and like what their monetization systems are and things like that but i was just so utterly confused and Uh, I saw some chart recently showing like the percentage of growth uh, for all the different streaming services over the past uh, like two years. 
And Mixer was like by far the lowest amount of growth, like 0.6%. I think it was 0.2. It was like really yeah, low. When I looked at the numbers for uh, the first quarter, you know, I, right when the pandemic hit and quarantine started all around the world, and like everyone, yeah. I think Twitch went up like 98%. Facebook claimed to have gone up 238%. And then Mixer was like 0.2%. It was terrible. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. And I'm sure, you know, I'm sure Ninja and Shroud are happy. Like, Ninja's audience on Mixture was like half what he had on Twitch. And to be honest, after Ninja moved over to Mixer, I mean, I, I heard of him, but I never bothered watching his stream. I think they realized that there's so many people streaming on Twitch that if certain people move, yeah, their hardcore fan base is going to move over to that streaming service probably. But there's a lot of lurkers on Twitch who just watch whatever is the highest you know, watched person on Twitch for a particular game. And so whenever Ninja left, they just started watching Tim the Tatman or like, you know, Nick Merckx or, or someone right. else. I don't think... So it, it seemed like it didn't work. I think I didn't watch Ninja that much in the first place. I, I watched Trout a little bit. And yeah, after he moved over, I didn't watch him at all. Like, not even one time. It's definitely interesting. It depends It depends on the fan base. I think Trout's hardcore fan base definitely followed him. I don't know, I don't know how well he did in terms of numbers, if his numbers stayed close to the same. But yeah, like you said, Ninja's numbers definitely didn't. And that's probably a hit that he was expecting. And it was probably reflected in his contract that he got like upfront sure. money because he knows like, okay, I'm going to lose a lot of subscribers and followers if I move over. So yeah, I don't know, those two, those two in particular were probably the biggest news. I know there was at least one other big streamer that went over. I'm not sure who it was. I think it was like a big IRL streamer went over. Like a couple of weeks after Shroud did, I don't remember. Anyways, but yeah, hmm. we'll see. We'll see what they, what they do from now on, and we'll see if Facebook gaming yeah. will will do better. Well, and that's the thing too. Like, I mean, Facebook gaming. Well, one people don't really have a very high opinion of Facebook right now, you right. know, with all the controversy going on with that. And Xbox, Microsoft has been really good. Um, in the past couple of years, really trying to push, you know, the player first kind of mentality, trying to do things that are very pro consumer with the Xbox one. And the idea that they're going to be moving over to team up with Facebook, at least to me on um, face value, seems like a very anti-consumer move. It's not like I have a personal dislike of Facebook, but there's a lot of people who do. And I've seen a lot of people online talk a bit about how they're kind of like, they feel like taken aback that Microsoft would team up with Facebook, particularly at this point in time, you know? Yeah, I think at first I was a little bit surprised, but then when you think about it more, it's like, what else do you do? You know, it's like maybe YouTube. I don't know. It's uh, definitely yeah. not something, again, it's not something that I'll be diving into because I, I barely use Facebook for my regular life stuff. So there's no way I'll use it for streaming. I mean, I don't even use YouTube for streaming. I, I guess that's just me. We'll have to see how the community reacts, but it just feels like Twitch has such a stronghold on yeah. on the viewer base, and I, I I honestly don't know what's what it's gonna take for people to be like, okay, I'm sick of Twitch, and there are a lot of things that make me sick of Twitch. The ads are getting ridiculous for them. I can't. I hate it's, them. It's getting insane. There's so, there are times where I'm watching someone play a battle royale. They're in like a top two, top three situation, like the most intense part of the game, and I it cuts to an ad, and then we come back and the game is over. It's like 
I just missed the biggest part of the game because you wanted to cut to an ad. I don't know. It was it was so weird. And it happens a lot where just the ad timings are terrible. The frequency of them is insanely high. And you wanna you don't wanna turn on ad block because you know you gotta you gotta support the streamers. If you're if you're not gonna sub, at least watch an ad every once in a while. But I don't know. Ad block doesn't work on Twitch either. Yeah. So, so I've tried. it's uh it's like it's just little things, just consumer happiness i guess i understand that ads need to exist but it's it's so much it's it's too the much. same ad over and over again too so you're just like i can't i know it drives me crazy dude <laughs> i get to the point i start memorizing these stupid ads <laughs> like that stupid am like some of these amazon shows i i like make it a vendetta i will not watch that show now because i've been bombarded with the same ad over and over again and just to be like no I- I Enough. didn't watch The Boys, which is a good show. I like that show. I didn't watch it for weeks, probably even months, because I was, <laughs> like you said, I had, I was angry at it because it, it interrupted my my fun so many times. It's just like I associated it with just anti fun. It's like as soon as I see this thing, it's like, <laughs> oh, here we go again. I just I get to miss a pivotal yeah. part of this game, or maybe the streamer is saying something really interesting or something funny. And up oh, there goes the Amazon ad again. Here we go. I don't know. It's fine. Well, you know, like the, the streamers also control the ads, right? Yeah. Like the ones that are showing during. So, like, whenever I watch a streamer that plays ads, like during a stream like that, I'll just switch it. I'm like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna play this game. This is so yeah. dumb. I don't know. Some, yeah, they they control. Sometimes they control when to do it. Sometimes they just put it automatically. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. If I, uh, I don't know. Hopefully, hopefully Twitch gets some competition. We'll see. Yeah. And I'll just say one more thing about the Facebook thing. Like, I understand people are upset, but I think it's also good to remember, like, like you were saying, where else are they going to go? Like, would it be would it have been better for them to just like strand all those people that were on Mixer just nowhere? Yeah. And yeah, there is YouTube, but like Microsoft and YouTube, I think with the whole Google St- Google Stadia going on, like there's there's a lot of reasons why Google and Microsoft may not want to team up together. But I feel like with Facebook and Microsoft, they don't really overlap that much in terms of like businesses so it just makes the most sense right and i don't think it's gonna be the end of the world i see people talking about how they're gonna be playing a ps5 and 7 xbox series x now because this deal and it's like okay like it's not it's not that serious this isn't like it yeah it's not that serious like come on it'll be okay but yeah, yeah. okay and oh we got on yeah. that one i think yeah yeah awesome Welcome to All Chat. So this is the part of the show where we uh, go into random topics related to gaming that me and Herb choose, and I'll go with my topic first. So my topic this week is basically, what is your most embarrassing experience in games? So we all know that we weren't born hardcore gamers that it was a long process for us to become as amazing gamers as we are now. And <laughs> along the way, you know, like uh, we, we made mistakes. I, I remember this guy told me that he played a, a mage in World of Warcraft and he uh, there's an ability that mages you have called sheep or polymorph where they can turn someone into a sheep. And he went all the way until max level before realizing he could turn people into sheep. 
And it wasn't until he was in a, a group raid where they asked him to sheep something. And he was like, what does that mean? And they immediately <laughs> kicked him out of the raid group. So, yeah, stuff like that happens. You know, everyone makes mistakes. Um, so this is kind of more of a story time. And uh, Herb, if you want, I can go first, share my story and give you some time to think of uh, something for you. Yeah, go ahead. Okay. So for me, the most embarrassing gaming moment happened in a game called RuneScape. If you don't oh, know what RuneScape no. is, <laughs> do you know what I'm talking? What I'm going to talk about? No, but I mean it's RuneScape, so I kind of have an idea of where we're going here. <laughs> okay, okay. Just well, yeah. So if you don't know what RuneScape is, RuneScape is an MMO RPG free to play. It's based on the web browser. It's been out for a very long time. I played this game when I was like in middle school and high school, and there is a part in the game. It's called the Wilderness. Once you go into this area labeled the wilderness, you're tagged for PvP combat. And any other player can run up to you, kill you, and whenever you die in that game, you drop all of your stuff. It's super brutal. <laughs> and there is this thing that people would do in the wilderness called clan wars, where people would form giant groups, they called them clans, and they would have these clan battles um out in the wilderness and you know obviously whoever won would get the, all the spoils of the other team's de de deaths right and i was never high enough level to participate in these clan wars but i always thought they sounded really cool and one day i had a couple of friends who were really into runescape who were really good at runescape and they had high level characters and were part of a clan and they told me that they're out in the wilderness doing a clan war so new me got super excited. I want to see this. Remember, this is before like YouTube and stuff. So like, you know, if I want to see what a clan war looked like, I had to actually go there and experience it myself. So I got super excited. I realized in order to survive in the wilderness, I was going to need some food. So I run to my bank in game and I look for food. I'm looking for food and I see, okay, I have eggs. So I, I grab all the eggs. I fill up my entire inventory full of eggs. And then I run out into the wilderness and I see this giant group of people and I start like <laughs> furiously typing, like, don't kill me. I'm with, you know, so-and-so with so-and-so uh, hoping they wouldn't kill me. Well, they they did. They like looked at me and like without even flinching, they just attacked me. And I instantly died and I flipped out because it's like one of the first times I ever died in the wilderness. And I was like, oh, my gosh, like I had an inventory full of eggs. Like Those were so precious because I was a noob. I didn't have any food. And. If you play RuneScape, you probably realize by now what mistake I made. And the mistake I made was you can't actually eat eggs in RuneScape. <laughs> eggs are just there as like a as a recipe to make cook other things. But you can't actually eat the eggs. They're totally worthless. And so when they killed me, I was like messaging my friend like, oh, my gosh, dude, pick up my eggs, pick up my eggs. And he was like, what the heck? And like all the people who killed me were like, they're excited to kill me. They're thinking they're going to pick up some gear off me or something. But instead, I just dropped an inventory full of eggs. And they were just like, uh, what What the heck is this? <laughs> like, what is this random person doing in the wilderness with an inventory full of eggs? And to this day, my friends still uh, make fun of me about it. And so I think you pulled off like the greatest prank that has ever existed on those guys, by the way. They're like, yeah. like you said, they're thinking, oh my goodness, we got this idiot just walking around by himself. We're going to get some nice loot and then just, just eggs. <laughs> it's like, it's like the yep. little uh, poop in a bag trick, whatever. You <laughs> <do>. <laughs> like, 
Yeah. <laughs> stepping over a bunch of eggs. <laughs> That's basically well, Owl is just like a crap pinata for him. Yeah. <laughs> so. Uh, that's pretty funny i knew yeah. if it was runescape it definitely had to do about pvp death because pretty much everything bad that happens in runescape is because you get killed yeah and it's like <laughs> oh, well there goes 20 hours of wasted time that just oh yeah it goes away even more oh yeah i mean and, and real quick too i remember one time in, in, in runescape where i spent like an entire two days fishing lobsters and then i go to sell the lobsters in the in the marketplace and I accidentally sell them. I did the math wrong. I sold all my lobsters for 25 gold each instead of 250 gold each. And oh, I was wow. like so upset with myself. I went and just like, I was like, I'm done. I quit this game. And I like went and laid down on the couch for like 15 minutes and then just went back to the computer and just started fishing again. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh, it's yeah. like a drug, man. You can't it tear is, yourself dude. away. It's horrible. Horrible. Oh, man. I don't know. Like, I feel like. I may have a shorter memory than you do. I don't know. Because, so, I guess the last couple of years, the game I've been playing the most is League of Legends. So, you play positions in League, right? And one of the positions I play the least is called Jungle. And Jungle is essentially a very important position in that game. Like, you set the pace of the entire game, essentially. You, like, control objectives. You're pretty much the first person your team will blame if the, if you start losing. And... And it, it wasn't going well, Brigham. I was, <laughs> everyone was dying around me. I was never at the right place or the right time. And I think I went like, it was probably like 0, 15 and 0 or something. Like I had zero contribution to the game. And that was it for like a try. Like I, I showed up to fights. Like there was a couple of times I was like, I'm here team. We got this. And I would just like die instantly without like providing any help. <laughs> it was literally the like the worst game of competitive League of Legends I've ever played. It was it was rough. Yeah, I don't know. It's, I feel like it's probably a lot of stories like that. I can't think of anything crazy bad in WoW. That's the other game that I played like like a lot in my lifetime was WoW, and I can't think of anything so egregious that I would remember it for a decade essentially. I do want to say with League of Legends, that's like the reason why I can't play that game is because I get get so. It's so nerve wracking because that game does require so much like knowledge of like, at least I think it requires so much knowledge of the game and the characters and like there's so many different unknown, unspoken rules. It's less so now. Yeah, I don't know. I think that game could be pretty brutal. I mean, I guess when I was like a kid, I used to get embarrassed about not being able to beat levels and having to ask older siblings to beat stuff for me. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty embarrassing. Uh, I remember. Um, being visiting, you know, visiting you guys and and uh, playing Resident Evil Two on uh, our cousin's computer. I don't remember and, that at all. What? <laughs> yeah, I remember they, they had a computer. I remember it wasn't they had. I don't know, it was a computer. Or it was like a PlayStation. They had Resident Evil Two. It was the first time I ever seen that game before, and I just like was so horrified. I could not play that game, which is like laughable now because the graphics are so bad, but it looks so scary when I was a kid. <laughs> <laughs> I could not play that. I think. Resident Evil 2. That must have been like PlayStation. Oh, it was N64. N64. I remember now. It was like, that's like, that's gotta be real old. <laughs> yeah, yeah it, was, it was old. Oh, man. Yeah, I don't know, man. It's, uh, you should let go of some of these uh, pains, Brigham. <laughs> I know. I just, I, I suppress these. And just, they just become a part of me and it's, it's, it's very unhealthy and you just need to let it go. But 
No, I don't think I got anything else. It's just you're just a perfect but, gamer, dude. I know. I know. I I bet <laughs> if we ask some of my friends that I play league with, I, I'm sure they can list off quite a bit. I'm sure if they're listening right now to this podcast, they're like screaming in their, in their car. <laughs> they're probably like, we just played a game where you messed up. <laughs> you do it all the time. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it happens. I, they'll definitely know that. They'll definitely know the game I'm talking about. I was playing Gragas for anyone that that's listening as part of my friend group. They know. They know. They were there. <laughs> they saw it happen. Yeah. Yeah, I think... Uh... Hopefully, hopefully, uh, whoever's listening doesn't have anything dramatic in, in their background. I'm sure they do, though. <laughs> yeah, everyone has that dumb, dumb gamer moment. Alrighty, so my topic for this week is uh, movies and TV shows based on video games. So I think this is like something that the video game community talks about all the time is how there are almost no good video game movies. And I want to get your thoughts on that and see if you have any favorite video game movies that you think is oh, worth mentioning. I love or, this topic. Uh, like, is there a video game you're playing right now that you want to see a movie of or anything like that? I know, um, I think my favorite, I think, I, I honestly don't really have a favorite video game movie. I think this is why I started talking about this. It's just like, I don't really like any of them. They're all like okay, mm-hmm. but nothing great. I think uh, probably the best one that I've seen in recent memory is the World of Warcraft movie that came out. You saw that? The World of Warcraft movie? Yeah. Are you asking me if I've seen the World of Warcraft movie, Brigham? I didn't. I didn't <laughs> think you cared. I'm surprised. <laughs> uh ladies and gentlemen, Brigham has just insulted my love for World of Warcraft. Oh, okay. <laughs> I played the game for over a decade, Virgo. I think I would care <laughs> if the movie we talked about. It? I mean, I remember when we were kids, we talked about it all the time. It's like it'd be so cool if they made a movie of World of Warcraft and they finally did. It was just like, yeah, here we go. <laughs> yeah. It was all right. Do you right. see it in theaters? No, I did not see it in theaters. Oh, okay. Let's see. Okay, so we have like World of Warcraft is one. I know Resident Evil is done well. People tend to like that one. I, I think the, the first, first Resident Evil movie is really good. Yeah, and then uh, I remember I really liked the Tomb Raider movie with um, yes, I was gonna say that Angelina Jolie back in the day. That was one that was like I think did well. I don't think it holds up as well now, but I don't know. I need to go back and watch those. I remember seeing the second Tomb Raider movie for my birthday. Like I remember for my birthday, I like went to the movie theater with a bunch of my friends, and my dad like paid for all of us, and we went and saw the second Tomb Raider movie. Oh, here's a good one. Freaking Pokemon. The Pokemon movies tend to be good. Dude, the first Pokemon movie, I yeah. remember bawling in the Dude, theater. Yeah, I mean, watch how didn't. <laughs> I think everyone in our age group remembers those Pokemon movies. Oh, yeah, dude. Oh, yeah. They're the first, good ones. It has like a 15% Rotten Tomatoes. That's hilarious. Oh, my gosh. It's the, the first movie, right? Gosh, that was an awesome movie. I like Tomb Raider a lot. I mean... Do you remember the Max Payne movie? I never saw that. I, in my list here, I, I saw it. I was like, there was a Max Payne movie? I never saw it. I, saw I, remember, it. I remember thinking it was really good when I first saw it, but the more I look back on it, it's like, eh, it's very, it's very forgettable. Uh, let's see. Mm-hmm. Pokemon 3, I remember liking that one a lot, too. I, never, I only saw the first Pokemon movie. 
Uh, recently, Assassin's Creed. I remember I saw that in movie theaters with my brother and my sister. What'd you and, think? Oh, I thought it was trash. <laughs> it was, like, <laughs> it was uh, I don't know. They, they tried, I guess. They just, it just didn't land. It was, it was like really dark for some reason. Like I couldn't see anything. I feel like there was dust everywhere. I was like, what is, I can't see anything. This is, they're literally trying to hide half the movie from us. I don't know. It was weird. Hmm. I think probably the most critically acclaimed one is probably the most recent Pokemon Detective movie. Uh, yeah, that was good. Pikachu. I like that a lot. Yeah, Can I give a quick story about when I saw the World of Warcraft movie in theaters? Yeah, yeah. So I, I saw that in theaters, and of course I went by myself because I, I don't know anybody who's gonna, who wants to see that movie. <laughs> you should have called me up. <laughs> <laughs> I remember they actually gave out people, if you saw it in theaters, you got a little coupon for a free copy of World of Warcraft. Wow. Yeah, so I got like this little copy of World of Warcraft, and when I went to see the theater, there was this old couple that went and saw it as well, <laughs> and they were like, "I'm not going to use this." So they gave it to me too. So I had like these like three, three <laughs> codes for a free copy of World of Warcraft, and I was like, "Oh, that's really cool." But yeah, that movie, I, I was so hyped up for that movie, and it, it was, it was, it was just fine. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, it was fine. It was like it could have been so much more. I think it could dude. have. So many of these video game movies, I just wish they were anime or animated. Mm-hmm. I think that would capture the spirit of these video game IPs a lot better. I think. I think Hollywood has an obsession with making live action stuff, and they don't respect animated and anime enough. At least back in when those movies were being made, to say, yeah, I think a Warcraft movie would be really cool if we just like took the time to make an animated show or an animated movie at least. Like the graphics yeah. are pretty good. I can't, I can't knock the Warcraft movie for how it looked because it looked really good. Oh, for sure. But it was just like this really rushed storyline. Uh, the script was bad. Like the script was just straight up awful, and like the characters were not interesting. At least in my mind, there were none of them. None of the characters were very compelling. Yeah, the, it looked beautiful. Like ILM worked on the visual stuff, the CG, like the orcs looked awesome, but. I yeah. mean, I guess the next question is, should I keep trying to make video game movies or are they supposed to stay as video games, you know? I don't think they should keep trying. I mean, books, you know, were able to be adapted. I think games can be adapted as well. It just takes the right work. I think that Detective Pikachu is a great example of a game that was adapted to a movie. And that movie is amazing. Like that movie is just like a really just a fun movie. Um, the Sonic movie I saw in theaters. I, I enjoyed that movie a lot, too. Yeah, I think that one that one did all right. Also, yeah, and, and you know any of these. <laughs> yeah, and you know, um, the Last of Us. You know, we were talking about that in their spoiler cast, but the Last of Us is going to get its own TV show on HBO. Yeah, so that's going to be cool. I'm uh, okay. So this is how I feel about this whole thing. I mean, I think it's one thing to adapt a book into a show or a movie, but I'm usually not too excited whenever you adapt something from one visual medium to another Mm -hmm. so something that happens a lot is for instance you'll adapt anime to an animated to like a live action movie and that just grinds my gears so much (laughs) you have no idea it feels like they're saying live action would be better when (laughs) time and time again it isn't you know yeah because you're taking it away from what makes it visually good or visually special, I guess. 
and just taking that part out it's like you're you already at a handicap from the get-go because it was put out originally in the medium that it was meant to be and obviously that happens in books to movies too but at least from that you're going to a visual thing so it's like you can see things and you're adding a layer you're adding something to it whereas for instance when you take a video game a visual medium and then you move it to a movie you're taking away something and that's the fact that you're playing right Mm -hmm. so already you're starting you're starting with handicap right so it's like I a lot of times I'm just like, why are you even bothering? Kind of thing. It's it's not gonna be anywhere near as good. People are gonna be mad. It's not gonna make a lot of money, and it's really hard to adapt a thirty-hour game into a two and a half-hour movie. You know? Yes. Yeah. It's, it's uh that's why I guess with The Last of Us, I'm a little bit more hopeful because it's a series and it's not a movie, so you have more time to flesh out characters and go through a story. That's one thing. And second thing, uh, Neil Druckmann, Druckmann uh, the writer for Last of Us, is also involved in the writing process of the Last of Us series. And I think he's also producing. So I feel a little bit safer that the original creator is going to be around it the whole time. Hopefully the whole time. So I'm, I'm a little bit more hopeful. But again, it's like I've already seen it. And it's it felt a lot better playing the game than it will to just watch it happening. You know, it'd be like, do I want to go on YouTube and just look at all the cutscenes of the last of the first Last of Us? Of course, I I could do that, but it wouldn't be as fun as just playing the game. I don't know. So it's a it's a, right. tricky, it's a slippery slope. I was gonna say you talked about um, animes or mangas being turned into like live action movies, and my first thought was the uh, Dragon Ball movie. Do you remember that one? Yeah, it was trash. <laughs> yeah, it was horrible. So yeah, you have a, you have a good point. I don't know. I just think that sometimes. For me personally, there are times whenever a story of a game really resonates with me, but the gameplay doesn't. I think Uncharted, for me personally, is an example of that, where the, the story is really cool, but I just find the gameplay really boring. So it's like instances instances like that, I would be really excited for a movie because you, you're not rest, you're not restricting the story um, yeah. to what has to what, with the gameplay. Right. Sometimes, you know, games have to make story decisions <laughs> um, based on like just just the gameplay. You know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, at least with a movie, you don't have to do that. But you're right. It, it, it makes it hard because going from visual medium to another visual medium, you're going to have to make changes. And I think that a lot of people, whenever they see adaption adaptations, they like expect it to be the exact same or as close to the original as possible. Right. And I think that the only way for video game movies to really succeed is by taking like what the spirit of that game is and adapting that so like not necessarily like making like a beat by beat exact copy but just like you know and, and this and, and people may totally disagree with this because there's a dear adaptations where they just like take the name and name of characters and the title of something and make a totally different story, story that really yeah. sucks too. but you know there, there's a there's a happy medium between those two things yeah adaptation is hard it's it's, it's hilarious how much adaptation there is in like our current entertainment space because it's so hard to do it's so hard to land and it's so hard to make everyone happy but i guess their goal is to usually like let's try to get as many new people into this ip as we can and hope mm-hmm. that at least 10 percent of the original fans like it kind of thing so that like <laughs> so that we don't get endless amounts of death threats yeah um, so 
yeah, I guess, like, I commend them for trying. Because, like, at the end of the day, adaptations are meant to bring attention to the original work. Like, you know an adaptation is good when, after you consume it, you want to go see the original. Oh, for sure. Right? So, that's something, like, I remember this came up a lot with Watchmen. I, I was going to say that, too, out. yeah. Uh-huh. Like, he, he said, uh, Zack Snyder said, the director said, he just wanted to make it good enough that people get interested in reading the graphic graphic novel. And I was like, well, it worked. I definitely wanted to read the graphic novel after watching that movie. And it's the same thing that happens with, with anime a lot. If the anime is good enough, I'll want to go read the manga. So, yeah, it's it's supposed to be an, a celebration of the original work. And that's I think that's a theme that's like really hard to really hard to land whenever, like, like I said, you're starting. Mm-hmm. You're starting with a handicap every time if you're doing visual to visual. Whereas, like, yeah, other, like, really and you're never going to be able to please everyone either, you know. Like, with Watchmen, for that, using that example, like, a lot of people who read the comics first hated the Watchmen movie, which like blows my mind because I love that movie. I think that movie is so good, but there's a lot of people who don't like that movie, yeah. And so, like you know, and it's just like I said, I just, like, like I said, it did its part, you know, it got yeah. a bunch of new people in, like us, because I didn't know anything about Watchmen before that movie. Same. And even though original fans probably weren't too happy, I, I definitely saw there were, you know, some video essays and YouTubers talking about it in a good light, you know, just saying, all right, this wasn't too bad. It was pretty good. It had flaws. It's just, you just have to make the original people happy enough because yeah. you'll never make them, you never get everyone on your side, you know, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. No, I totally agree. But I think, uh, Video game movies are, are an interesting sort, for sure. Interesting sort. Well, I guess that's our topics for this week. Let us know what you think about video game movies and uh, what are some of your favorite video game movies. Or do you not have any? Do you hit them all? <laughs> just go ahead and hit us up and we'll, we can talk about it next week or just talk about it with you on Twitter. And also, what is your most embarrassing gamer moment? If you can remember that, I'm sure you have plenty like we did. Said that, thanks for listening, and we'll see you guys next time. Thanks, guys.